Named after the mechanism that separates the sweet wort from the spent grains, False Bottom Girls features two beer experts filtering through the brewing industry to guide listeners through the wonderful, yet sometimes confusing, world of beer. Hi, my name is Rachel Hudson. I'm the co-owner and head brewer of Pilot Brewing in Charlotte, North Carolina, and an advanced Cicerone. Hi, I'm Jen Blair. I'm the beer program coordinator with New Realm Brewing in Atlanta, Georgia, and I am also an advanced Cicerone. Welcome! (laughs) It is Thanksgiving Eve for us, not for you, because you'll be listening when? January. This is in January. This is January. (laughs) 2020 we have gone through the new year yeah which winter time is the uh january time yeah january january times (laughs) is winter and you could say that is the this is a raison for the saison this is the appropriate brewing season for Medieval time periods, in <laughs> colonial English periods as well. More, more of that. Yeah, I would say um, farmhouse workers out in Europe. Okay, so. today <laughs> on this episode, we're talking about saisons. That's right. So I wanted to talk about this. I wanted to do an episode um, about saisons because I get so many people in the brewery. Um, what one? I get a lot of questions like, "What's a saison?" And then, you know, this, that's a loaded question, you know, it's literally books on, I mean, it's books on every style, but this is like a really big style just because it covers a lot. Mm-hmm. And then um, I get a lot of people who think all saisons are sours, beers, which a lot of saison styles can be sour, yes. But right. Historically, they were. Historically, yes. Everything was sour. But <laughs> Everything was sour and smoky. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But, but uh, like I, and I'll hear even some people like tell their friends, oh, like, oh, that's a sour beer, and I'm like, no, 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 right? You know, because I cause farmhouse it, doesn't mean sour, yeah, and um, sour doesn't you know mean wild either, but that's a different episode. Anyways, so I get a lot of that, and it's good. I thought it would be a good, nice episode because it's kind of like you know, like asking what fruit is almost. Like, right. I was about to say it is. Um, interesting that people ask what a saison is because a saison can be a lot of things. Yeah, you know, the, I think the most people learn saisons they are light, highly attenuated, pale, refreshing. Can be highly heavily wheated, um, mm. malt malted um, pale Belgian style beer brewed with a Belgian style yeast. Typically, they were brewed very low in alcohol, but now they range anywhere from three and a half to nine and a half percent alcohol. And this is BJCB guidelines. Right. But yeah, I'm always surprised when I hear people describe a Saison as being low ABV because to me, a Saison, like a, a table strength is, well, I guess not a table strength, more like a, a standard. Yeah. Is, I mean, most Saisons that you see today are like mid alcohol range. They're not low yeah. ABV. They're not. BJCP guidelines. The alcohol range is 3.5 to 9.5, which mm-hmm. is a huge, you know, which is the standard for, you know, competition, your brewing to style, what have you. Um, they say the 5 to 7 range, 5 to 7% is the standard table strength right. or the standard Saison beer. Here's like a good, just to kind of start off, BJCP style says the overall, if you look at BJCP styles, um, it's a big book of the styles of this guideline in America considers important. Right. And, um, BJCP.org. 
Yes, Brewers Judge Brewers Certified Judging Program. Brewers <laughs> Brewing BJC Brewing Brewers Judging Certified. Pro, I am not BJCP certified. No, no you are not, <laughs> ma'am. Beer Judge Certification Program. Beer Judge Certification Program. Which is funny because I am a certified beer that. judge, just... so I'm a certified beer judge certification program judge. <laughs> it gets a little redundant, uh, but if there's one thing the BJCP is, it is uh, bloated with redundancies. <laughs> yes. So. It, it, okay, good, very good point. It makes reading through the styles kind of hard, but so it gives you, for each style, it gives you like an overall view, it gives you a standard of what the aroma should be like, the appearance, the flavor, the a little bit of history about it, some traditional ingredients. You know, it's really good. You should read through them all, you know, when you have time. There's but, an app available for iOS and yes. Android. And the Brewers Association has their own guidelines. Yes. Just to point out, if you're doing like GABF or World Beer Cup, yes. Brewers Association follows their own guidelines, which are pretty close to yes. BJCP. But they're guidelines. I mean, you can you yeah. taste they have 10 different styles and figure out what saisons are supposed yeah. to taste like. And they'll change a lot. They change a lot because they want to um, include new things in the competition. Right. This is like for competition. So if you're studying for Cicerone, study BJCP. Right. Because that's what you'll be tested on. But they are very similar. Don't feel like, oh, my God, if I don't know this one, I don't know that one. Like you do for competition, for pro- professional brewers, really, even. So if you're homebrewing, really don't worry about it. But anyways, so overall definition, according to BJCP, for Saison, and I'll just read it, basically read it from here. Um, most commonly a pale, refreshing, highly attenuated, mildly bitter, mildly strength, Belgian ale with very dry finish. Typically highly carbonated, using non-barley cereal grains, optional spices, um, complements of expressive yeast character that is fruity, spicy, and not overly phenolic. Less common variations include both lower alcohol and higher alcohol products, as well as darker versions with additional malt, char- malt character. It's Malty, a lot of things. It's hoppy. Yeah. <laughs> it's low in alcohol. It's high in alcohol. It's right. light. It's dark. Right. Um, and quickly, if you're not familiar with when we say attenuation, it's, yeah. it, again, kind of a redundancy to say it's highly attenuated and it also has a dry finish because the attenuation is basically how much of the sugar the yeast has eaten. So what's left over. So if something's highly attenuated, the yeast has eaten as a very, very high portion of yes. the sugars available, which means that there isn't as much residual sweetness, hence it's dry. Yes. And flip side, if it's not fully attenuated, you'll taste that residual sweetness. Right. But yes. Um, and like you had just mentioned, you don't like when you do read through these things, like you'll see moderately high to moderately low, medium this, me, mo- <laughs> like it. They switch up the vocab words a lot for the same words that mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. You've even read through, like, the beginning of the guidelines. It will say, like, don't get cu- caught up on it. We're just trying to, like, not say the same things all the time. Right. And we're, like, right. It's, it's just like a guide. You know, there's always exceptions, you know, for just always remember that. But right. When I was um, in Belgium last summer, our tour guide was uh, Belgian, and – we were at West Flutterin and having um, West Flutterin 12. I, he was very clear that you do not call it West C12. Oh, <laughs> shit. It is West Flutterin 12. Yes. Um, but he, 
I had said something about it being a Belgian quad, and he said, you Americans, we don't, like, we yes. don't do yes. beer styles. It is Westy 12. I mean, West blonde, Veteran 12. <laughs> there's blonde and there's brown. Yes. So you get blonde or you get brown. Yep. And Americans are obsessed with style guidelines. And having learned about beer within the constructs of BJCP, it doesn't occur to me that... Yeah, it's like, do you want some of the yellow? Yeah, you know? exactly. And well, it, they don't also don't have like, do they compete in beer competitions? So like, maybe they can enter into it. World Beer Cup. Sure, but do they? I don't know. But yeah, you're right. Like, see, Americans have this need to compete and win. Right to be which ranked, is, which is why we yes. have like Cicerone, <laughs> but like why we have a uh, BJC. I mean, uh, GABF and BJCP, and like why we have like this competition. You know, GABF started out as a festival, but like, well, I stop there. Right, <laughs> like, right. Let's which, get yeah. some medals out. I, yeah, let's. Rank I very us. much respond to that. Obviously, <laughs> if I can be ranked and graded, yes. evaluated in some way, I like. I want that. I- <laughs> Oh man, okay. So I don't want to get off topic so much. I feel like we got to do a soft topic. Yeah, I know, right? I feel like we got to do an episode on like Belgian beer because I got a lot to say. (laughs) Not not in a weird way. I was just like getting excited. Like I was going to go like, oh yeah, and the eight, you know, that stands for this because you always talk about the six, the eight, and the 12. But anyways, you know, back to Saison, same country, different region. It's the Raison for this podcast episode i'm not gonna stop i'm just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> don't stop please don't i don't want you to um so you know saison style specifically wallonia did i say that right mm-hmm. okay wallonia good. region wallonia region which in the southern western side towards <laughs> i did that was my compass right. I, <laughs> it was it was good i was there Lost was on the medium i of was the podcast, using my hand but... with that noise to determine <laughs> if it was east or west but anyway, close to French border. So that's where Cezanne style kind of originated. I mean, farmland. Farmland. Country, so yeah. history, I think it's kind of important. I think this helps describe the style a little bit. Because, you know, there was a time when estates or farms, you know, the, like people lived on estates and they worked there. You didn't leave really. You, you grew everything. Right. You uh, made all the beer. You, you, everything, it was self-ran. You had workers, right. If you know, high seasons, you had temporary workers, you know, people stayed there, blah, blah, blah. So um, beer was made in the colder months for a couple of reasons. One, it's cold, and when they didn't have refrigeration, and you can't, you know, it, will, it won't spoil as fast right. in the colder months. They can get it all nice and saved up in barrels, store up for the summer, and um, have consumption over the summer, but, but they brew everything in the colder months. Two, there's not as much... Um, farming to do so like it gives some of the workers something to do right also and so they use ingredients that they grow so that might be they might have a lot of wheat they might have a lot of oats rye barley whatever it is so you get all these different recipes that are quite simply the terroir of the estate whatever is available and including with spices whatever herbs they might be growing or spices And and those are very common things to throw in saison peppercorns I mean, if you really want to cr- get crazy, you can. Uh, I mean, you can make so many different flavors, and that's why it can be confusing. Right. One, right, and um, you know, my thing with the with the spices and adding spices to saison. Well, I have I have two things. 
um, but one that's relevant right now is I don't think that that was always necessarily traditional. I could definitely see like if some old kind of like grew it sort of mentality carries over. But I think a lot of people add spices now in place of developing a really good yeast strain. Yeah. And that's, it's just kind of a cheat. It's kind of a tell. Or, or they just think a, that's appropriate for this. St- like they don't know any better. Like right. this is what someone taught me to do once. So this is what I do. Right. I had peppercorn and everything. But yeah, but yeah. it's it can be unless you're making a peppercorn saison. Yes, I always feel stuff like that. It, like you're not brewing a wit beer or yeah. a gosa that's supposed to have. Yeah, that's part of what makes it that style with saisons, and I think that's probably also why the the BJCP guidelines say spices are optional. Because if yes. you've got that really good, complex Belgian-French yeast strain, yeah. you don't need spices. And which, back then, they um, didn't really know anything about yeast. Right. So they're just, But that's also part of what yeah. made the yeast really good. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> they just knew that they could harvest it and reuse it. But also, hops were not very huge, or they were becoming something. Right. But this was also used as a way to balance... Right. Um, malt, but that's a good point. At the same time, like you said, for everything was soured, so you know there was a lot of acidity to also balance that malt in place mm-hmm. of hops too. So, right, um, yeah, whether they wanted it there or not, yeah, it was, it was there. <laughs> so that's why, that's not why. But um, I was gonna say, like, the, there are a lot. Like people do say, there's you know some sours or some saisons are sour today, and mm-hmm. that's done intentionally. I think a lot of times also souring organisms, saison base saison style make mm-hmm. a good base beer for souring organisms. Yes. So a lot of times you I mean Brett saisons, they're all very, very like that's a very popular right. Especially with American breweries, um, and Belgian breweries, like that can be lead to a confusing thing if, you know, you're just getting into learning about saisons or right. craft beer or, right. or and I yeah, I agree and Saisons again mean mean different things to different brewers depending on how you learn to make a saison. Yeah. What I like about it is like what you were saying, since it is so open to interpretation, you can do a lot to it and it provides a good base. Yeah. And I think it's also for what I see with home brewers a lot is I can usually tell when somebody's pretty new because they're like, I'm brewing an amber ale. And then it's like, I'm adding all of these flavors I think will go well, all of these spices into my my red ale, my amber ale, Mm -hmm. my blonde ale. And I think if you are interested in exploring what spices can add to a beer, a saison is a great base yeah. to start with rather than something that is something like an, an amber ale. If you look at the guidelines to see how it's described, it's basically like, I don't know, whatever you want. It can yeah. be it can be low bitterness. It can be high bitterness. It can be low maltiness. It can be high maltiness. And it, so it can be anything, really. And that's great. There's definitely a, a, a space for that, but I think – with homebrewers, I would like to see more people using Saison as the base style to play around with because yeah. it's already kind of funky. 
kind of complex. If you wanted to make it fruited, you could do that really easily. If you wanted yeah. to add spices, you could do that really easily. Also, if you don't have any temp control. That's exactly what I was about to say, yeah. is saisons are typically, you can ferment them at a higher temperature to get more of those esters and phenols out of it. And mm-hmm. so it's, I think it's much better than trying to use an American ale yeast, which is historically pretty clean. Yeah. Get a funky farmhouse yeast. And if your your temp is 76 one day, it's not going to really make a difference. You're just going to get a different kind of beer, but it's still going to be a saison. Mm-hmm. And you're still going to get all those funky characteristics. And then you can add those really cool spices and herbs and flavors that you want to add just to make a much more complex kind of beer that's going to taste far more sophisticated than an amber ale with coffee and vanilla mm-hmm. added to it yeah yeah simple <laughs> so i make the best beers with the most simple ingredients i right. really do so you know there's something to be said for that like you don't have to throw all that stuff into your blonde into your amber into right your, right but like it is definitely get, like when i when i started homebrewing i i did the exact same thing and yeah. then thought okay i need to be better at just having one really good style and when i'm out places i don't order beers like that yeah like the whole fruited yeah beer trend going on right now especially with like the exploding cans and the puree (laughs) i'm not going to order something that's like guava mango pineapple just because that's it's fine if you've done it well it's fine I, I don't care. It doesn't offend me to see it, but I'm not going to order it. Yeah. But something like a Saison has so much more like nuance and complexity to it without really having to do anything extra. Yeah. And then if you did want a nice fruit beer, just do one fruit and do a simple light pale Saison, let it do its thing mm-hmm. and add fruit and secondary and let it sit and ferment out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You mean don't pour it directly but into your packaging? That's what we do at Pilot. So we, we just make French Saison. I say French Saison because we use the French Saison yeast Because they're fancy. <laughs> Good no, just because of this yeast string, <laughs> weirdo. Rachel and, then, and I have both had long days, so yeah. we're both, like, not in the mood uh, I mean, I'm, <laughs> for, for I mean, each I'm, other. <laughs> I don't know. I am ready for a beer. Yeah, she, say, she plus didn't bring one. Go, plus we're going to go drink after this. So. Yeah. So I have this LaCroix right now, and that's killing it. But anyway, <laughs> anyway. so one reason, I th- or something I like to talk about is that alcohol range mm-hmm. from three and a half to nine and a half, you know, according to BJCB styles. Right. But uh, so, t- in, you know, back in the day, I like to say, I don't know what else to say. Yesteryear? Oh, years, long, long time ago. <laughs> Anyways, back in the day. These beers, I mean, people were brewing these beers so, like, they could consume them during their workday while they were out on the farm. Hence right. farmhouse ales. Right. Hint, hint. So they needed to be light in alcohol so they could, you know, get done what they needed to get done. But, you know, here's what my question. Here's my question. They're, they're, the thought is water's dirty and you can't trust it and you can't drink it, so you got to boil this. You know, so you make beers because it's boiled and it's... For, Boiled right. and it's fermented, but isn't it back in the day? Like back, not presently. Do they just not know? Yeah, back in the day, because water's pretty safe here. Depends what part <laughs> right. of the right. United States That's you true. go to. <laughs> that might be my privilege showing that I'm just used to having water. I don't yeah. have to worry about. So was boiling not enough? Do they just not know? 
I feel like if you asked that question back in the day, somebody would be like, shut the fuck up. All we had we to do. We just want to drink beer, okay? <laughs> no, I yeah. just wanted, I'm we just curious. We know you can just boil the water. Okay, I was curious if they knew. <laughs> Who wants water flavored water? When you're, you right, you're right, you're right. Why do that? When you, you're right. That's a stupid question. That's dumb. You would be kicked off the farm. You're right. That's dumb. <laughs> They're like, we no, had I water. <laughs> <laughs> we had water, you idiot. Why no, does everyone think we I, brewed beer because we didn't have water? <laughs> no, that's actually a, a valid question. I feel like that can be a homework assignment. They probably had water. I think I just answered it. <laughs> yeah, had, like they. They, yeah. they were like, yeah, we did. We boiled it and then we stored it. And then <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but we also had beer. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But so that's why uh, traditionally low in alcohol, and then and then you know as technology progresses, time progresses, invention is going discovery, uh, discovery of more alcohol, discovery. <laughs> no, anyways, <laughs> as all these things progress, so do uh, experimenting with brewing and makes studies on even more of a complicated style. Right. It's funny. Uh, the one of the last times I was judging at. A homebrew competition. I was judging Belgian and French ales, so it was a lot of saisons. And the steward brought us the first beer. And since I am nothing if not a pedant, he said, "This is a saison, or this is entry number whatever." And I said, "Did they um, specify what the alcohol level was? Is this a table, a standard, or a strong?" And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I'll go back and look. And he came back and he's like, well, you're right. It's, it's, they said that it's a standard. And I was like, well, okay, because that's what the rules say that they were supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, I always refer to Jan when I'm entering beers and she's like, she's told me that before. She's like, make sure you say it's standard saison. <laughs> like, okay. Yes, ma'am. Right. And I did misspeak. It's actually super is the 7 to 9.5 is not strong. Super, so table really? table is 3.5 to 5. Standard is 5 to 7. And then super, super saison. I didn't know that. Did you yes. make that up? No. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the beer gin certification program. Surprise. <laughs> uh, but no, it's super is the 7 to 9.5. So okay. you have a super saison. Super saison, which is the same, um, almost the same kind of ABV for like a double IPA. Yeah, yeah. Super saison. I really have never heard that before. Are you sure you didn't make that up? No. Okay. Just scroll down <laughs> on your guidelines. It says right there. Really? Yes. But yeah, he said that, huh. and he was like, "Oh, must be an update." You're you're right, and I was like, "Yeah, it's almost like I know what I'm talking about." Almost. No, we do, we do. Trust us. Yeah, we do. With the uh, beer, one of us I knew that they were. Well, <laughs> sorry, I'm telling you, it must have been an update. I haven't gotten the update yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is breaking news. Uh, ever some beer people out there are like Rachel's an idiot. I can't believe she's an advanced sister. They should make that a question on there. They they might have. On their many multiple versions of it. Right. Taken like seven of them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things that I like about Saison um, is drinking them because they are I just so good. Like it's just one of those They styles. are when they're done right. 
Right. They're but also like, it's the like other, anything, I guess. Right. But the other thing I like about them is that they're readily available, the commercial examples. So again, if you're looking at the BJCP guidelines, they give you yes. a list of commercial examples for each beer style. So yes. we've talked about that before. If you want to know what a beer should taste like, and I say that I feel like you can probably hear the quotes around that. The BJCP guidelines, the commercial examples, are a great place to start because these are the beers that define the style, and they change. So um, like with the the app I have on my phone, I have the 2008 guidelines and the 2015 guidelines. I can switch back and forth between them, and there are there's some overlap in the commercial examples that they use for 2015, but then there's also some styles that just dropped off. And I don't think that they necessarily dropped off because they're not a commercial example anymore, but just as tastes evolve and the guidelines get kind of pushed a little bit more one way or another, maybe it doesn't quite fall into how they're defining that. Again, pointing out kind of how nebulous these guidelines can be. The commercial examples for Cezanne, uh, Cezanne DuPont is the most famous one. You can find that really anywhere. I mean, I'm surprised when I'm places and don't see it. I mean, you could probably find it in a grocery store. That's the first beer I brewed. Saison DuPont? Well, clone recipe. Oh, okay. Well, I think maybe the first beer I brewed was like IPA, but that was like the second. Yeah. It's so good. Actually, I mean, it's uh, such a good beer. I, I just needed to, it was like a little, I, I didn't know anything about brewing. That's how I, that's how I brewed. Yeah. I was like, well, what's this recipe? Right. No, I think that's a perfect way to get started is like, I know I like this beer and I would like to make something like it. I needed to make a Saison and I needed it to be good. So I was brewing a recipe of Saison to pot. And uh, then I threw in some, that that was the base beer for um, a uh, collaboration brew I did with like three other female brewers at my first year at Hardywood or second year at Hardywood. It's called Pretty. And then we did like 50 barrels of it. That was like test batch. Okay. It was that I did. We did 50 rolls of it at uh, Lost Rhino Brewery. Okay. It was nice. cool. But, you know, I was looking in this book. Well, while you're looking, I will say if, um, and I don't know, Rachel, have you had the Saison uh, from Blackberry Farms? I've had their beer once, but I don't remember what I had. Uh, that one, that Saison that is one of probably their most famous beer. And um, yeah. if I really had my my stuff together... This time, I would have brought that and Saison DuPont in for us to try side by side because I've heard people say that Blackberry Farm Saison has started to get higher votes than even Saison DuPont Ooh. on, yes, this is what a Saison should taste like. They're both exceptional beers, and they don't taste vastly different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Blackberry Farms, their Saison is Blackberry Farms is a small little brewery of Tennessee. Tennessee. You can, I, can you get their stuff down in Atlanta? You know, I you, don't know. I can, you can get their stuff sometimes here, but it's not like crazy available. Right. But they're also super, super small. And yeah. I think that Good they maybe just now have a tap room. I know I've been driving through Tennessee before and I thought, oh, maybe I'll stop by Blackberry Farms. And huh. for a long time, they didn't have a tap room. They were oh, just, just, just yeah, packaging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Boulevard Tank 7 yes. is another great Classic one. example, Boulevard Brewery Tank 7. You can normally find it pretty much anywhere. Oh, man. So I have the grocery store that just opened right next to me the murder kroger in atlanta the new murder kroger and it has a bar which i guess is also known as a crowbar <laughs> and they have probably eight taps so i guess for this month or brewery of the month is boulevard 
and I went over there the other night and sat down and was looking at the menu. They had Boulevard Tank 7 for $3. That's solid. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> all of the Tank 7s, please. <laughs> How many can I order at once? <laughs> right. Uh, it's such a good beer, and that's another one. It it's, is. it's out of Missouri, and it's pretty readily available. And so that's one of the things that I like about Saison so much is that the commercial examples you can find in a lot of places. You don't necessarily have to go to a Total Wine Mm-mm. or a bottle shop. You can find them just There's a ton. out I mean, and about, and they're all really good, and they're not super expensive, and they're also all just in normal well, I guess Blackberry Farms is in a 22, but they're typically, like, you can get them in smaller formats. So you're also not buying, like, a 22 ounce yeah. of some huge beer. So those are, they're, that style, I particularly like for that reason, is because there are so many commercial examples that are so available. Yep. And they're available fairly fresh. But again, Saison doesn't have to be fresh. I mean, it was made in the winter to be enjoyed in the summer. And so if... It's it, not like an IPA. Yeah, where it, you're you're not going to taste up the well. age. Yeah, yeah. You know uh, what other good ones? Brooklyn Sriracha Ace. You know, I didn't really care for that. It's kind of I, but I just don't like the Sriracha Ace hop. Yeah, but it's a classic example. Is Accor- it really? Well, according to BJCP, right? Maybe not. She's gonna look it up. It's fine. I want yeah, her to. I'm gonna side eye on that. You're I right. Don't think I am is. tired tonight. <laughs> Um, Allagash does a nice saison. Phantom oh, Phantom saison is Allagash is great, but Phantom Phantom yes. is a brewery in Belgium. It's small, super small, and a little yeah. farm. Did you guys go when you were there? No, we needed to. We should have. They weren't open, but apparently it's just like maybe with a lot of places in Belgium, just kind of like hello, <laughs> right, right, right. How you doing? Knock, knock. Yeah. <laughs> but that was like if we were gonna go that's what we were gonna do yeah so we didn't um, we phantom i know you can get in you can north get, carolina yeah. now and i think you can get it most places you can always tell us it's got the little ghost little phantom yeah it's very very good very classic mm-hmm. um and then omegon hennepin oh yeah that's oh, you can God. find that in a lot of places oh uh, i want to go on a saison shopping trip right now <laughs> Let's just, bye well, guys, see you later. Well, I guess we should probably drink Saison after this when we go to the brewery. Yeah, I hope we're they gonna, have one. We're going to go to Town Brewery. So Town, I hope you, uh, <laughs> if you, you Get know, in your time machine. Hope you do. Come back to <laughs> the Wednesday before Thanksgiving and please have a Saison. <laughs> Although, you know, Rhino is right next door and they have package. True. I bet they've got one of these. I do need to get some beer from home, for home, for Jeff. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go drink some saison. Do we need a? How long have we been we've been doing this? Um, we probably need to go another like ten, fifteen minutes. Okay, so go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I noticed that you brought in your farmhouse sales. Yes, book farmhouse. By, um, it's a very good book. Markowski, is it Paul? Phil. Phil Markowski. So this book came out in the early two thousands. It's farmhouse sales. It's a really great book. I mean, I I enjoy reading it's pretty much all beer, beer, beer books but the the farmhouse ales is for me one of those books that is just like a really interesting it book is good. to read it's a good read it's, it's well easy written. read yeah it's some history 
it goes into some beers. It, uh, it's about beer to guards and saisons. So half the book is beer to guards, half right. the book is, which is a saison. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. The history chapter in that book is particularly interesting because it's written by um, Yvonne DeBates, who is the head brewmaster at um, Brasserie de la Seine in Brussels, which is a very famous brewery in Brussels. And I was listening to an interview he had done on Good Beer Hunting a couple of years ago and very outspoken about things like contract brewing and, you know, responding to what was presently going on around him that he was seeing in Brussels, which is also kind of what I was seeing too when I was there. It's funny to go places and see American craft beer being imitated Mm -hmm. and not well, which makes me think like, oh my God, how horrified are you guys (laughs) when you come to the United States and we're like, here's a strong bitter and here's here's our Belgian triple. Um, <laughs> his The history that is included in this farmhouse sales book is uh, from an essay that he had written. And it's been pretty widely regarded as the kind of the definitive history of Saison. So yeah. it's got a lot of really good information in there. Um, I was reading something that somebody had written in response to it saying like, these guys are wrong about everything and here's here's what really happened. It's it's an interesting. I need to read that. Yeah, interesting essay. Um, if nothing else, it's kind of like what we talked about in our New Year's episode, when you you've got two, you know, kind of abu- uh, uh, I almost said abusing opposing viewpoints. <laughs> then if they're both arguing from the same source, then just go see what the source actually says and decide. Do you agree that this person's interpretation is closer than this person's? Maybe some fun super. Super fun thing I do in my spare time that I will do <laughs> is just to go actually read these and see um, how how that interpretation yeah actually was. But that that book is super super entertaining. I I highly recommend it to anybody. Well, let's talk. About, there's a lot of different types of yeast out there you can use for okay. saison or that are available. It seems like some that work better than others, in my opinion. Yeah. Like White Labs, um, which I have the most experience with. I was going to look up the uh, numbers real quick because you know how the home brewers are out there. They like to <laughs> throw them numbers out. And I'm like, remember, who memorizes these numbers? Right. I, yeah. Bel- like the Belgian two, say, like the Belgian Saison one and two, I believe both. I'm, I'm going to double check. But they, uh, they tend to stall out kind of early which can be pretty frustrating as a production brewer where you don't want to let them take the time to finish. And we came, we came across that a um, couple times when we were uh, first brewing some batches when we first opened. We were doing some, like, Saison yeast experiments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeast is really, and this is what I tell people a lot, too, when I'm training them on here's what to look for when you're trying to discern beer styles is a lot of times – the yeast is going to be kind of your clue. Do you not really smell anything? Well, then that may be a lager because it has very clean fermentation. Mm-hmm. Is it kind of fruity? Do you get a little bit of diacetyl? Then it might more than likely be English. And then if you get something that's kind of complex and doesn't smell like the other ones, then that's probably Belgian. And so the Saison yeast is really is what makes it a Saison. Yeah, and, and there's uh, a lot to choose from. Right. Well, and and traditionally, 
and not like back in the day traditionally because people yeah. were just using whatever they yeah. were needing to whatever was available like today traditionally Right, so like 1920s is yeah. when people had started to say, if you really want to brew a saison, you should be blending your yeast strains, and that's kind of where a lot of that funkiness. Yeah, because you want to get complexity. Yes, from your ingredient, your yeast, not from like spice additions. Right, right, exactly. Oh. And one thing I've learned kind of the hard way from doing, uh, from doing homebrewing with different saison yeast is that it's important to read what the particular if you're buying a blend read what the blend is because i know um, omega had a yeast strain that we used and it got this terrible brett phenolic like burnt rubber band flavor and it was awful it was it was so bad not the yeast but just the way the beer turned out mm -hmm. and then going back and reading the yeast packet it said that it had brett in it and yeah. then it was like oh, okay if i if i would have realized that this had a couple of strains of brett in it with other things i may have just chosen a different yeast yeah. or i may have treated the beer differently mm -hmm. or you know let it sit longer pull it off the yeast faster yeah some something done something different with it so a lot of times with the blends, it's important to yeah. read what what is in it and understand what effects that can have in your finished beer. Yeah. And then when you're first starting out, like, just look at on, like, any, if you're going to use White Labs or Y Yeast or Omega, just checking out what they have to offer because they'll give you descriptions of what it should do. My personal favorite is French Saison. I love that. It yeast just, so it much. works. It doesn't stall out on me. It does drive, like, it does attenuate very, very highly. Mm -hmm. um, it very much dries out, but it makes for a good base beer. I, I actually, I think I use it for all the saisons I've ever done, so on Big Batch at the brewery. Mm -hmm. But um used it for raspberry saison, just a regular classic, classic saison style, what I like to think of traditional. Pumpkin saison, blackberry saison, I mean, you name it. And then they have like a Belgian, they have a couple of Belgian Saison styles, like literally Belgian one, Belgian two. And you can read through them and see which is going to like work best for you. Looks like they even have some new ones on here that I hadn't really seen yet. Lewin, Louis, here, I'm going to let you. <laughs> Lewin Hook. Yeah. Saison. That's Saison. That sounds good. I hadn't seen that. Yeah, that is interesting. And I guess. We this should also oh, yeah, go ahead. back up a little bit when we're talking about yeast complexity, and I know we've referenced esters and phenols. Uh, this is something that I kind of forget that I've done. Uh, so I do like our beer shift, our pre-shift every day, and I'll be talking about esters and phenols and say that it comes from the yeast, and somebody will stop me and say, what do you mean when you say esters and phenols? What, yeah. what is that? What is that, yeah. So with... Yeast, particularly ale yeast, it can produce esters and phenols during the fermentation process. And esters are typically apple, pears, banana. They're they're fruitier. That's also where you can get uh, like nail polish remover. So they're not. When, it's not. It's yeah. not all like good smelling esters. Yeah. And then phenols tend to be spicier. So your your pepper. Um, medicinal kind of band-aid chloroseptic 
um, clove. Clove, yeah, that's another one. So the four vinyl guayacol. There's two. There's types hefe, of phenols. Yeah, yeah. And, and hefeweizen is that clove character that you yeah. get. And different yeast. All yeast have these have phenols and esters. It's how they're treated mm-hmm. that maybe how these are going to be excreted. Right. It's kind of the same thing as like almost all humans have eyes, but I have green eyes and Rachel has brown eyes. Yeah. And it's the same kind of you know there's basically the same genetic pattern but then there's just those couple of different things yeah that changes but you can control the level of that what of how those are excreted by like fermentation temperature right but if you're a home brewer you can't do that saison is a yeast strain that stri- that thrives off a warmer fermentation right temperature. right and it's so, not yeah it's so not getting bad at those all. easters uh, easters, easters. <laughs> getting those phenols. esters and phenols <laughs> phenols are des- that are desired is good. You're like everything's in your favor, right? And um, it, but you know, like when you're um brewing like an IPA, you're gonna want you you don't want to necessarily get like you're gonna get it's going to excrete esters, but they're not gonna be as fruity. They're right. they're gonna be a little bit more controlled because yeast, the warmer it gets, the more wor- it's working. Like right. the more work it does, the more it excretes, the more it produces, more it excretes CO two the more esters and um, phenols form. And that's really important in your first, like, three to four days of f- fermentation. Right. right. Um, that's and when it's the, mostly, the greatly, most greatly affected. Right. And you don't – different yeast strains have different temperature tolerances. Yes. But, yeah, with Saison, it's, it's a great beer to brew if you're still trying to dial in your temperature control. Yeah. Because whereas if you had your temperature too hot on a regular – IPA, like not something with like a Norwegian yeast strain in it, but just a regular, you know, Chico yeast in there and it ferments too hot, it's going to taste flawed. Yeah. But with a Saison, you have quite a bit more forgiveness Mm -hmm. in that temperature range. And it can, again, make a a, a different beer, but still within style. And give it the time it needs to, because some of these strings do stall out quickly. Are they known to? Um, and if, in, like, you know, if it is something that is stalling out and it's just not going, just go ahead and finish it off with a Cali Ale strain or mm-hmm. something, or you know, just something that's going to, like, just finish off that uh, fermentation for you so you don't have this overly, you know, sweet right. product, Saison, because you definitely don't want that. But yeah, like the Belgian Saison one and two, I, I've had um, experiences with them just kind of stalling out quickly. Um, and, you know, either it needs more time or um, something else is wrong. But, you know, they, they they do need more time than your typical ale strain. Even even French Saison, that typically takes, you know, more time. It just, they, fin- they finish lower, they, they're more drier, and they just need more time to clean up. Right. But they're great. They're fun. They're great fun to brew. They're a good style to brew if you don't have temp control for your for you, home brewers or just a, right. in the brewery in general. And I think it's a good style for people who think that they don't like beer Mm -hmm. to try a Saison because it, most of the time when people say that it's because they're thinking of like Natty Light or whatever they threw up a lot in college. (laughs) And a Saison doesn't have that beer taste and depending on what's in it, if it's got a little bit of wheat something like that it could also have kind of a a wine-like character to it or just a little bit of that tartness that wine drinkers will recognize from wine Mm -hmm. and 
it's it's a really good, I think, gateway craft yeah. beer style or just beer style because it's a tr- traditional style. But it can be such a range of things, and it's not going to be too bitter. It's probably not going to be too high in alcohol. It's going to have that nice dry finish that people, again, if you're a wine drinker, if you're into liquor or something like that, none of that really, like it all has a fairly dry finish yeah. to it. And so a Saison is going to be a good match for yeah. that. And if that's what you're looking for, but, you know, be warned. Make sure you're reading what the whole Saison is really about. Because if it says something like bread, if it says something like raspberry or pumpkin, it's going to be a different kind of flavor than maybe you're just dry, easy to drink, right, highly right. attenuated, pale. For the most part, they sh- should be safe in that sense of getting a traditional one. Right. I always find it interesting when I meet somebody who says that they just really don't like saisons as a style. Yeah. Because you probably just don't know that much about saisons. That's okay. Right. Or maybe you just had a, a bad, bad one. one. Yeah. And it's also... Or you think a, of a sour, you know, like sour beer. Right. It's also fantastic to pair with food because it has mm-hmm. all that complexity to it that is going to pair well with a lot of things. It's got a nice light body. It's got that high carbonation that's going to lift food up off your palate and effectively reset your palate between bites. And again, it's, it's, I think we talked about it in our, um, beer and food or Thanksgiving edition one. Yeah. Is that it's, if you're ever ever in doubt, just pick a Belgian beer. Yeah. And it's going to be a good match for probably anything you're eating, but Saison Again, going back to it's readily available. Really good examples are readily available. They're not that expensive. It's not a high price point. It makes fantastic pairing for food. Mm-hmm. And it's impressive. Makes you look like you know what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. I, well, a nice bottle of Saison. Yeah, I was about to say, like, Saison <laughs> DuPont comes in a really nice bottle. Yeah. It's, a, it's a green bottle, so it might be skunked. But it's it looks like a bottle of wine it's got a cork in yeah. a cage and this the same thing with blackberry farms like it's, it's a really elegant packaging and a lot of times i think that that can go a long way in winning people over and again yeah making yeah. you look super fancy yeah saison saison means season by the way <laughs> should have started in out ca- with in that in case you can couldn't tell by me saison repeatedly trying to make tortured season jokes <laughs> I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever met people who say like, Saison? Oh, yeah. I say it all the time. <laughs> I think I just said it. It cracks me up. But but like for real, like serious. Right. Oh, can I go ahead and get that up? Saison? Yeah. Yeah, I'll have the... Uh, uh, I would like to start a tap, please. I'll, I'll have take the... the, yeah. <laughs> I'll have the uh, a New England IPA, Pilsner... <laughs> The Sasson and the uh, the wheat ale, please. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, if you say it like that, it's it's fine. I know this one girl who like really likes Hefeweizens, but she won't order it because she doesn't know how to say the word. Oh she, no! I'm like, just ask for the wheat beer. She's like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is something that sticks my mash when people have beer names that you cannot pronounce. Because I'll do the same thing. I'll be like, um, I'll have the Pilsner or I'll have number four. Yeah. Or or whatever. And they're like, oh, and you're like, yeah, I guess. Right. One thing I loved is when we were at Off Color in Chicago. So Off Color is one of my favorite, all-time favorite breweries. 
And someday people will un- come to understand the places like Off Color who just do their own thing. I know. They're and great. they make these beautiful farmhouse beers, beautiful, um, you know, like forgotten kind of styles from like kind of like old Europe recipes. But they have a beer that's named LA and it's spelled E I L L E. So if you see it, you don't immediately yeah. you're like, is it eel? Is it yeah? What, what what is it? And so when we were there last year on there, they have kind of the blackboard wall. Um, they had it spelled out like the E I L L E, pronounced like Los Angeles, and I <laughs> totally did not understand it. I was like, what is this? What do you mean it's pronounced like Los Angeles? And then I heard somebody say, can I have an L.A.? And I was like, oh, you got me off color. You got me. (laughs) All right, let's go drink some Saison. Okay. We're Fox Bombs, girl. We're out. (laughs) Hello, sold into Um, Um, So, yeah, that's all I really got for uh, this Our Saison episode. I say uh, just... You say Zon. I Later? I don't know. Uh. <laughs> this has been False Bottom Girls. And we make the Bruin world go round. <laughs>